Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. And I'm here this morning by the grace of God that we may share in our fellowship with the world. Let us pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and the glory. Thank you for who you are and all that you are to us and everything that you have done for us. Thank you, Father, for the abundance of all things. Thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. Thank you for the forgiveness of our sins that is irreversible, that is irrevocable. Thank you for bringing us to this place of peace. Thank you for bringing us to this place of joy. Thank you for bringing us to the place of nothing missing, nothing broken. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And thank you, Father, for the good things, the wonderful things, the amazing things, the glorious things that are coming our way. We receive them in the precious name of Jesus. This morning, we thank you, Father, because once more, your word will dig us deeper and deeper into the glorious destiny that you have for us, where we continue to grow and to move from one level of glory to another. And I thank you, Father, for as many as are listening to me this morning, we come to that place where everything comes to us with ease and the grace, because your power is at work behind the sin. We give you all of the praise and the glory in jesus wonderful name we prayed and everyone who prayed with me this morning will say aloud amen and amen and amen i love those words ease and the grace don't forget that is the opposite to the way of the world the way of the world is hard is difficult is sweet but don't forget man had to begin to eat by the by his own sweat after he lost out of his place in God. It was after the Garden of Eden that man had to eat with sweat because the land was cursed. But don't forget, in Christ, God is bringing us back to a place of greater than Eden. Don't forget, in Christ, God is bringing you and I back to a place that is greater than Eden. All that is left is for us to see and let that be our mind and our words will begin to change and our experience will follow suit. Don't forget, ease and grace does not mean laziness. That's what the world will think. But we know that we have a shepherd who cares for us, who does all things for us to make sure that you and I function with ease and grace. I think somebody should get familiar with those words, perhaps. So when you think back and look at all your life, it looks like stress. It looks like it looks like it's been all stressed out. May you come to this place of ease and grace in the name of Jesus. Don't forget that is where we are in Christ. We just have to see it again. Don't forget in Christ, God is bringing you and I, or has already brought you and I back to a place that is greater than Eden. Praise God. Amen and amen. 
this morning i'm going to continue talking about the reality of prayer don't forget how we got here is because we were talking about meditation and beloved we cannot overemphasize the importance of this don't forget it is this process that that changes the energy that is within us when we marinate soak ourselves in prayer soak ourselves in the world that changes the kind of energy that comes out from us for example if the energy that comes out of you is always the energy of love if the thought that comes out of you is always the thought of love that's gonna set up your environment that will even set up what is happening in your body praise god and don't forget how we also got here is because we began to talk about prosperity we began to talk about bearing fourth fruit and it doesn't matter where we look whether it is in the law whether it's in the prophet whether it's in the psalms or whether it's in the epistles that's the complete scripture the picture is the same that marinating ourselves soaking ourselves deeply drinking ourselves full of the word of god produces life and we prosper in all that we do and don't forget the point here that meditation itself is a form of deeper prayer praise god it brings to reality all of what has been done for us all of the promises all of the gift and the graces that god has so graciously released to us so this morning as i've been promising let me go back again and run through psalms chapter 1 beginning from verse 1 let me see if i can run all the way to the end to them now it begins by saying what delight of course i have said that over and over again delight means to have great pleasure what delight comes to the one who follows god's ways and the opposite is following your own way following the way of your village people following the way that you have been told and if you notice the world is full of advices everybody's trying to advise you go left go right they are trying to tell you what is best for you and beloved sometimes sometimes many of those people mean good and don't forget, even though those advice are good, there is also something that is prompting up that advice. Sometimes it is that person's own fears or their own misunderstanding of things or just what they think is good. But don't forget, if a man advises you to go against following God's ways for your life and you know that's something we shouldn't do, God who brought us here have ways which we can see as we look into his word, we understand his plan, then life becomes like a flow. Don't forget with ease and the grace. If we follow his own ways, we can do much more with ease and grace. Praise God. Now, the same verse 1 starts immediately to tell you what happens to the man who follows God's way. The scripture says that man will not, he won't walk in step with the wicked again don't forget what we have always said if the tree is good the fruit thereof will also be good the man who follows god's way is a man who has become one with the lord and the scripture says that man won't walk in step with the wicked so i don't have to spend my time telling the man avoid wicked don't follow the wicked ones 
If the man is walking in step with the wicked, don't forget, it's coming from inside of him. And the scriptures say, nor will that man share in the sinner's way. Praise God. I love this confidence. Nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. Example of a scorner's seat are those who don't see anything good about this country. Beloved, don't forget, I have to balance this always. We are not saying that there is no problem. But don't forget, to see what man sees or to see as man sees is different from seeing as God sees. You and I cannot be praying. You and I cannot be believing for heaven and earth. And yet, we see things as man sees. When people talk, they are talking from what they can see. The question is, how does God see? Don't forget, when we are soaked into God completely as we are, and our thoughts and our imaginations aligns with this, that means we begin to see the way he sees. So, when we look at the challenges we're having in this country, the way we have to see it is not the way man sees it. We have to see it the way God sees it. Praise God. Don't forget, if we see it as man sees it, we will also respond most likely the way a man will respond. Again, don't forget, beloved, if we see it as God sees it, then we can speak the way God speaks. Praise God. Now, verse number two says his passion, that means the man's passion, is to remain true to the word of I am. Amazing love. Praise God. The TPT did a beautiful job here because I don't have to go back to the Hebrew to prove to you that even here, the psalmist a thousand years before Christ came in the flesh was referring to Christ right in this place. He says his passion is to remain true. Think about that. Is to remain true. It's not really to talk about it. It's not really to sing about it. All those are good. But the man's passion is to remain true to the word of I am. That means if the word says I am healed, I am healed. If the word says I'm successful, I am successful. If the word says I'm prosperous, I am prosperous. If the word says I am righteous, perfectly, I am righteous. Remaining true, my passion, your passion is to remain true. That means to live in the reality. Don't forget, to remain true talks about living in the reality of the world of I am. Praise God. And of course, you know, we're talking about the world that is Christ. How does he get there? Meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. Again, you know that this phrase here, the revelation of light refers to Christ. Praise God. Now, we go straight to verse number three and you start to see the fruit. Don't forget, this man who meditates now has become one with the world has been saturated in prayer. The deepest of his desires, the deepest of his thoughts are now full of the word of I am. Watch what happens. Verse number three, it says, he will be standing firm like a flourishing tree 
planted by God's design. Praise God. You know what this speaks about? First thing, stability. The man has stability. Praise God. The man has stability. Don't forget, does it make sense that a man who has become one with the word of God, the man is not only flourishing, that means that man's life is bearing forth fruit, but the man is very stable. He is not blown around by every wind of doctrine. He doesn't follow the word like they go, but that man is stable. Not just is he stable, but he's stable by God's design. He is like a tree that God himself planted and God himself waters that tree. The result is that that man is a flourishing tree. Beloved, flourishing means bearing forth fruit. Praise God. Flourishing means that your life is glowing. Flourishing means that God is in you flowing out to reach out to other people. You are always abundantly bearing fruit. Praise God. Amen. And amen. And the next line goes on to say that fellow is deeply rooted by the brooks. Brooks is like a canal, a flowing stream of water. Notice that a brook talks about a canal, a flowing streams of water. But what kind of flowing streams of water is this person like? The Bible says deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. Praise God. You know, it shocks me so much how much we went so far away from God. It looks like when I preach to you that God wants you to have a beautiful life, that God wants you to have a glowing life, that God wants you to be happy, that God wants you to be joyful. There are those who mock this. They say, no, that cannot be God. Can you imagine that? Just think about that. But look at what the psalmist is saying here. That the fellow who meditates, who marinates, who eats, who gazes, who looks at the word of God. Don't forget, this man is not forcing himself to bear forth fruit. That word deeply rooted in him will produce accordingly. And he says that man is deeply rooted. Again, does this speak of stability? To be deeply rooted, does this speak of stability? Absolutely. It's not like your joy comes once in a while. No, you are deeply rooted in it. Praise God. May this picture be permanent in your mind in the name of Jesus. It says deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. You know what bliss means? Bliss means perfect happiness. Bliss means great joy. Bliss means to reach a state of perfect happiness, oblivious of everything else. Praise God. Think about that. God wants us to be deeply rooted in great joy. Not just experience great joy, but to be deeply rooted in it. Praise God. Does this fit perfectly with the picture of a loving father? Absolutely well. And how do we get there, friend? As we gaze into, as we look into, as we eat, as we feed. Don't forget, I've told you, hearing the word like you are hearing now is just the beginning. It opens the door. It's like serving you a meal. You've got to have time when you spend your own time 
speaking up the truth. What you do with the word of God is to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. For example, I'll be speaking this morning for about 20 minutes. As you listen, there are things that the Holy Spirit will highlight for you in this message. It might be different from person to person, but that's what he wants you to focus on. Those truths are the ones that you note down and meditate on them. Fix your mind on them. Think about it. Chew it over and over. And again, if we follow the pattern or the words of psychologists, they are talking about subconscious mind. That means you're feeding your subconscious mind with the truth. Praise God. Amen and amen. Now, if you break this words down, it's amazing that the result of a man who takes great pleasure in following the Lord, that man will be deeply rooted in perfect happiness. That man will be deeply rooted in great joy. That man will reach a state of perfect happiness, oblivious of everything else. I mentioned this many times last week, friends. Don't forget, God is helping you and I am preventing us from many issues, removing us from the thing that is killing men before their time. Don't forget, a merry heart still remains the best medicine. Why does God want us to be at peace? Why does he want us to be at rest? Why does he want us to, to be deeply rooted in great joy? These things affect the totality of our life, both emotionally physically, spiritually, materially, and in every aspect of our life. I was having a meeting with someone at the end of service last Sunday, and I said to the fellow, I want you to do well. I'm interested in you doing well, but I'm more interested in who you are. I'm more interested in what is going on inside of you. I cannot talk about you doing well without minding what is going on on the inside of you. But if you follow all the messages we've been teaching, then you find out that if you open your heart, a lot of work has already been done inside. Praise God. Amen and amen. Like I mentioned last Sunday, a man who sacrifices his joy, his health, his family in order to get wealth, in order to get riches, a man who cannot enjoy the place of a great joy because he's always consistently working, he's always consistently trying to prove a point, that man is already a poor man. Don't forget the word is and with grace praise god amen and amen and watch this because that man is deeply rooted in great joy the bible says bearing fruit in every season of life bearing fruit in every season of life may this be my reality may this be your reality in the precious name of jesus you will not only bear fruit occasionally but you will be abundant increasing fruit in every season of your life in the name of jesus how does this come these outcomes are guaranteed i speak it forth so that it will be your reality but don't forget these results are guaranteed for you and i if we do what what is it that is required of us what is it that we should do is to continue to cast our mind on the truth and then these results are guaranteed praise god the bible said he is never dry that man is never dry he's always flowing beloved don't forget i've been telling you that when we get into the zone of the reality of all that god has done for us 
you will now see that you can flourish anywhere. Praise God. Especially when you are planted in a place where this world comes to you over and over and over and over again. Don't forget, one of the most difficult things for men to do is to change their mind. As we consume, we begin to let go of those old rituals, of those way of thinking, all the ideas and the limiting belief that has stopped us. And then suddenly, fruits are blossoming everywhere we turn around. The Bible said it's never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous, ever blessed and ever prosperous. Praise God. Prosperity is not a dirty word. Prosperity is not a sinful word. Prosperity is in the nature of God. Praise God. If you are afraid of it, you hear me mention good things, big things, amazing things, and you are afraid of it, then you need to repent. Praise God. Amen and amen. A righteous man is not a righteous man because he's always poor. He's always lacking everything cannot even take care of himself not to talk about taking care of somebody else friends we have to be fruitful fruitfulness has to be a world that we are cultured in doing well in every aspect of our life should even be the beginning of the whole journey praise god because our father has made everything abundantly available for that to be our experience. Praise God. Amen and amen. Okay, I'm out of time, so I will stop here. The rest of it talks what happens to the wicked, and you find out that the first thing that happens is that they are unstable, never coming to a place of stability. Don't forget, the opposite is the case for the man who follows the ways of the Lord. That man is stable, deeply rooted in great joy. Hallelujah. May that be my continuous experience and yours in the precious name of Jesus. I will come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God as we continue to look into the reality of prayer. What prayer is and should be now that you and I are after the cross. We are post-cross. Amen and amen. Please enjoy your day while you are at it. Don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom.